Bit About Crypto. I'm David James, the Job Whisperer, and we've got another episode of Bit About Crypto. I'm really excited about today's guest, but before I talk about my enthusiasm, my hubris, my excitement about today's guest, I wouldn't be where I am today if it wasn't for my partner, robo-recruiter, Dave Hampton. Talk about it, man. How you doing, man? Yeah. Another week. Yep. Another week. I'm, and, I'm pretty excited about today's guest as well. And for those of you in podcast land, it must be 2 p.m. on Sunday, and uh, here we are again. So, uh, yeah, we uh, a bit about crypto is a human interest story where we, uh, we collect uh, interesting people, and we want to hear about their life story, and we want to share that life story with you through, through their experiences. And uh, what they have in common, two things. They're all human beings, and they all have a crypto take, and uh, some of them are amazing. And um, today's uh, guest is going to be uh, very, not going to disappoint, I'm sure. However, um, we, uh, the, we own a, a recruiting firm called Blockchain Recruiters. Blockchain Recruiters. Blockchain Recruiters. Dot net. That's right. That's where you can find us. Yeah. If you don't find us there, you won't get in the net. Yeah. So, so here's the first thing I'm going to say. If you are someone who wants to uh, repurpose your life, or you're already in the crypto space, in the crypto sphere, and you want to work somewhere, then you contact me. I'm the one that, uh, you know, all paperwork goes through my desk, as we say, if you're a candidate. And if you want to be a candidate, right? Because you might have an intention where you actually be want, to, want to be repurposed in your life in, in this new dynamic, evolving, dawning of the age of Aquarius thing, which is blockchain, crypto, NFT. So you can reach me at davidj at blockchainrecruiters.net. Use the net. Make sure it's a net or you won't be caught in my net. If you want to find me at Twitter, I'm at the BTC recruiter. And if you are someone who has a project and you need people, well, then you can uh, contact my, uh, my, my partner, Dave, and he'll uh, talk to you right now. Yeah, at BC Robo Recruiter or uh, Dave at blockchainrecruiters.net, net, net. Or you can call me uh, with the old traditional uh, technology of the phone, 760-513-6151. Still very effective. If you ask me. Yeah, well, the telephone is the most important technology recruiter has. Yeah, and I think next one is Zoom, right? Well, well Zoom is video, video conferencing. Zoom, Zoom is, is a telephone. That's because that's where human beings are talking. Correct. Right, and there, there's just an added uh, stimulation of the visual, as opposed yeah. to just using the yeah. audio receptor. Well, you can, yeah, I mean, I, I appreciate the video because now you can see body language. And, and that's really funny. Versus tone. The silver lining of COVID. That was a couple yeah. of, for us, the silver lining of COVID is where we don't. We don't make phone calls anymore for discussions or meeting people. We ever now we Zoom. do video. Yeah. We're doing Zoom, which was the whole idea like 30 years ago when they were talking about the future. We've had this technology. There would just need to be an impotence to force society that way. Right. The second thing is is that now blockchain is here. I mean, COVID didn't make blockchain, but blockchain actually was coming. And because of COVID and everybody's now like working remotely, remotely. We've, yep. we, you know, I can't which, manage, which was, you know, something I recognize in, in, in our, our space anyways, in recruiting, because I realized that I could work anywhere in the world. And it, to me, it was one of the most, it was, it, aside from some of the other things that, that make recruiting beautiful, uh, <clears throat> you know, help people get, you know, life spread, as you would say, uh, empowering them, uh, improving their lives in some kind of way. Uh, Did you just say empowering them? They were like a little Texas draw there? Because you are from Dallas. Did you say empowering them? Uh, empowering them? Oh, no. I thought you said empowering them. No. I okay. did not say them. So, so, <laughs> I, said, I did not okay. say. I do not have uh, a Texas is, this, draw. This is live on the internet. So, so you, you people. Oh, okay. Hey, if you're in uh, podcast land on uh, Spotify 
or Google or YouTube. It really helps us a great deal if you actually uh, can support the channel by liking and subscribing. And remember, you, you don't have to subscribe forever. But about blockchain recruiters, what makes us different, okay? What's always made me different as a recruiter is whatever space I'm in, I'm, I aggregate all the candidates, right? And, and so what we do is we have a staff of people who are so diligent, and they are grabbing people's profiles, and they're putting them in our database, and we're tagging them with certain keywords. And we're doing this worldwide, right? And, you know, the, the blockchain community really, com uh, it's 50% of it's technical, uh, Block. Yeah, you got technical and non-technical, yeah, if you ask yeah. me. I mean, you got the engineer side of it, developer side, uh, TTO in terms of C-suite. Then you got the non-technical, which is the soft skills, you know, business development. I want to talk about CTO for a second. If, <clears throat> if, you're a, if you're someone out there who's programming Web3, right, and understand Layer 1 and you, and you actually feel like you could actually compartmentalize work, and you could be a good CTO because where everybody – a lot of people who are in this new space, this, this crypto space, this NFT space – they, they're very smart people and, and they, they're financed well, but they don't have a lot of experience in hiring people. That, that's a new thing for them. And when it comes to a CTO, they always think they need someone with 30 years. They, we want someone who actually has done layer one, uh, who actually can program web three, but we want them to be able to program, do yeah. programming. The, the juxtaposition to me or the, the paradox right now is that you have uh, all these startups and a lot of the startups are being led by like 30, right. 30, 35 year olds. And so you're looking at the graduate from college. That's 13 years of experience post-college. Right. And in the NFT space, some of the visionaries like the one today, they don't come from programming. Right. So Correct. they need a CTO to come and tell him a lot of the CTOs like that are my age for, that started 30 years ago. They're not going to be speaking this exact same language. Nor are they doing it. Right. Right. So, so what I'm trying to say to you, if you're out there, if you're if you're a great programmer and you have the ability to actually encapsulate people's attention and, and, and mentor and, and can compartmentalize the 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 work you'd be a good CTO, but also coming back we got community managers, right? We got business development, we got uh, auctioneers, we've got art appraisers, we've got quants, we've got all these things that relates to anything that's creating a blockchain or having an NFT catalog or any of those things. Yeah, because so, it spans De it's DeFi. Or you got DeFi NFTs, and then you got blockchain technology, right? Know, right? And blockchain te technology, uh, people some people say I got nothing to do with blockchain. It's like, well, you will. It's it's like. I'm going to be honest with you. It was 1998. I refused to get an email. I'm never getting one. I'm not doing it. I'm not getting an email. That's what I said. I said, uh, I, I'm good. Really? With, yeah, because I come from a generation, right? It's like, I'm not getting this. No, email. I get it. I, 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 my, it was interesting because mine was, well, it wasn't forced on us, but it was just integrated. It was constantly being integrated. Well, this is what I say. You know, yeah. you, you being 40, right? And me being 57, like technology. I mean, I, literally, I took typing in 10th grade just so I could meet girls. I, Oh, I didn't okay. give it. So I, I took it in fourth grade. So well, yeah. So we're, we're talking about you yeah. know, how how different it was. But typewriter, like ch 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 ch, not word processor, was like the technology. And so I, I'm glad I did because I learned to type, and that, that got me some places. But <clears throat> now today, in in the new generation, you know, these kids they're they're handed an iPad like, along with their teething ring. And anyhow, enough on that. So if you need somebody <laughs> in the blockchain space, you call us. So. <clears throat> Anyhow, uh, I want to talk about something that we experienced, you and I, I'm going to just shift real quickly. You, do you remember where you were when 9-11 happened? Yes, I was in my dorm room. Uh, I just got out of the shower, was changing, and I uh, came out to the, to the uh, living room area. TV was on, and I asked my buddy, I was like, what movie is this? 
He's like, this isn't a movie, man. No. This, is this is happening right now. No, so that's like, a yes. Yeah, there, there are some, some moments Orleans, that, that, yeah. that happen that you, you remember. I remember where I was when I, I was in Chicago on business when Rodney King was beaten, right? And I said to myself, the volume was down. I said, I'm not Chicago. I was in uh, Boston. Yeah. And I said, man, these cops in Boston are just brutal. I mean, but what I'm saying is you always remember where you were when, right. you, when you, you were shocked. Like, hey, this can't be happening. Right. Where were we when Kobe Bryant died, when we learned? On the ninth hole at the Crosby Club. We sure were. At we, the tee box. we had just teed off. Yeah. Right? And ironically, a, a significant person in our life, right? Dr. Daryl Gross was playing Darryl with Gross, us. Daryl Gross, yeah. Right? The, yeah. the athletic director. director. AD at, uh, former AD at Syracuse. And uh, USC. And USC. Yeah, and now yeah, at LA. And, and it's like, he says, this can't be true. And I said, who's reporting it? He said, TMZ. I said, TMZ doesn't put out stuff yeah. that's not verified. And, and remember how, like, we really didn't say anything for, like, the next four holes? Yeah, man. I mean, no one was, no one was talking, no good shot. It's, it's like, this can't be happening, right? Well, the reason is, is that our next guest, I'm taking so much away from him. Our next guest uh, has actually got a great Kobe Bryant uh, yeah, thing no, to talk about. Yeah, I appreciate about. the segue. Yeah. I, I know where you're going with that. I hope he appreciates the segue. Yeah. <laughs> with no further yeah. ado, let's bring him in here. Yeah. Gregory Gadsden. Thanks Welcome for your patience, to about Greg. Crypto. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you guys for having me. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Yeah. So uh, first off, let's just talk about, uh, let's unpack you. It's like, where did you grow up? Kids in the house, brothers, sisters, mom, dad, what did they do? So, wh what were you into in school, like grade school, junior high? So um, start off, uh, I'm from the Bronx, born and raised. Um, uh, father, father was a cop. Um, my, uh, my mom was in sales. For Tiffany and Company back in the day. Okay. And um, and um, uh, interesting enough, I I went to Catholic schools my my uh, whole life up until up and through high school. My mom sent me to a public school, and um, I just kept getting in trouble, but my grades kept going up. <laughs> <laughs> so so she was just like, I I. What do I, I do I, with I, this kid? Yeah. What what do I do? So you were, you were um, bored, weren't you? You were bored. Yeah. I I, I just I just. I don't know. I was just. I. I used to talk a lot. I used to question things a lot. No, man. You. You no. don't. You don't. You. You don't talk that no, much, man. You. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we man. all have the same so, T-shirt. So. Yeah. <laughs> so um um, yeah. Went to um went to went to Catholic schools. Was uh, lucky enough to go to Iona Prep in New Rochelle. Um. I, no, I so, was, hold on a second. Say, Why do you say you were lucky enough? I mean, is, is that where everybody wanted to go, and there were a finite amount? T talk about. Is that a magnet school? That's a magnet school up there, right? No, no, it's a, uh, it's a uh, all boys Catholic high school uh, up in um, New Rochelle. Oh, okay, Florida. so it's kind of like uh, like Regis, right? Like Regis. Yeah, Jesuit. exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. gotcha. It's, yeah, it's 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 like the uh, it's, it's the Gemma Westchester. Yeah, and so uh, um um um. Uh, the Maras go there, the owner of the Giants. Um, I went to school with Mariana R Rivera's son. Um, uh, Diddy, Diddy went to, uh, son went to my school, Sean. Uh, no, I'm sorry, Justin. Justin, Justin went to my school. Um, so there was a lot of, there was a lot of influence. There was, a, um, it was, it was, it was an introduction into, into that type of world, you know? Yeah. Um, I yeah. went to, you know, I went, I, I went to school with, Kids' parents who ran hedge funds, they were uh, gotcha. financial advisors. They owned, you know, franchises and and, and businesses. And, um, you know, you know, I'm work, working class family. You know, you know, right. no, nobody said the lot of anything. So, <laughs> so, 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 being in that place, being in that environment with those people, it it it, it opened up. Knows what, 
once you're in a certain space, there's a certain language that's spoken. There's a there's a there's a way to carry yourself. So good. Thank you for that. Yeah, it's so good. It's like it opened up your world to what you can do, man. Like that's kind of like I I get it because I I went to a Jesuit high school in Dallas as well, and and uh, you know, so much money going through there, man. It was just uh, so so much. I mean, and you you're talking. I mean, like. I, I, this is a, I mean, for me, tell the Jerry Jones story yeah. real quick. So, Judge, you I mean, this is after, this is afterwards, but Jerry Jones, he, Jerry Jones, uh, I'm proud of that's I'm, the guy I'm who owns the Cowboys. Yeah, Jerry Jones, owner of the Cowboys, right? Really? I don't know. I had no, no idea. I, not you. I'm talking about our audience. You realize there are hopefully going to be more than three people listening to this podcast. <laughs> you understand that, Gregory? So, okay. so Jerry Jones, owner of the Cowboys, right? You know, uh, he he uh, his son was at the age he's trying to get into high school. Jesuits uh, nine through twelve, right? So he said, hey, and he didn't. His son didn't, didn't get in, and and Jerry said to to the president uh, at that time, uh, he said, hey, what if I build you a new stadium? Right, and and I'm so proud. Of, I'm so proud of Father Postel, man, because he's like, nope, we're not interested. Wow, we're not interested. Wow. He's he's, he's got to get on his merits. We're not we're wow. not for, we're not for sale. So, like that that I mean, to me, it, it's a, it's a uh, it's a little bit tangent, but I mean, point is, is so much money going through that. You you just you saw like you saw. I mean, I was on I was there. Works. I mean, I came from a working class family as well. I mean, my my dad was in sales. My mom worked. And and I was I to 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 afford tuition. I was working on the work study program. I was sweeping. I was you know vacuuming. I was doing whatever I could to help out towards my my own tuition. So yeah, man, I'm I'm not gonna I'm, I'm gonna keep it real. There were there were times when 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 my mom and dad they were racing up there. To they they didn't know. They didn't know. Yeah, they didn't know when they were gonna get it. Yeah. I, I mean, my my, dad, my parents were working two or three jobs to do that, man. And I'm, I'm like I'm so it's 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 uh, uh I'm so grateful for that. You know, because they they. So, that's yeah. the, I think, I think, I think that's the greatest word is the, is just being grateful. Yep. You know, them, them, you know, I, I, I really, um, I, I, I put a lot on the fact that I went to that school and I was in that environment. Right. You know, um, they used to make us wear suits. You had, yep. to, we look like, we look like little business. Yeah. Like little businessmen. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah we, had, we had, we had to wear, did you guys wear suits? You guys were, we wore, we wore khaki. If you're a freshman, you wore khakis and a blue blazer. If you oh, okay, you had it. You had it coded by. See, yeah, it yeah. was a little bit. Yeah, yeah. We we at at hours that you just had to always. If you were in the hallway, you had to have your suit jacket on. You had to have. Yeah, a, same, a, same for us. It, yeah, it was it was during the winter. And a tie. Uh, yeah, yeah. Tie. Oh, and a tie. Yeah, and you can only. No tie you, is it, yeah, yeah. No yeah. Tie if you if you if you don't have a tie, you better not come to school. <laughs> so, <laughs> you ain't getting in. He knows. He knows. You can't. No, no, no. Okay. <laughs> Every kid outside tying their tie. Yeah, like, man. That, I mean, that's how I learned how to tie a tie. Because I'm, I'm a public school boy, so that's I, I just why I asked this question. You know, it's just. Oh I'm, man, this 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 man, you man, it's another language for you, man. No, no. <laughs> well, we would see them Catholic kids, and you know, yeah, but, he would beat up on the Catholic kids. I would never. I would never. I would. Never. I'm the ah, I'm the protector of the bullies. That's my my yeah. my 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 saint name. Yeah. Protector of the bullies. But but anyhow, uh, okay. So you, <clears throat> you get to high school. So what are you doing in high school? What things are you interested in? I mean, I know you've got an uh, an athletic background, mm -hmm. but other than athletics, what are you doing? Like, what are you thinking you're going to be when you're a sophomore? Because obviously, you you had some ambitions and some opportunities of uh, non-provincial influence. Right. There's yeah. some kids that go, they, they see everybody, they're, they're steam fitters and they work at the docks. And I guess that's what I'm going to do, too. Right. Mm -hmm. And you were lifted out of that. Right. 
you know, and and, and, you, and you said, hey, there, there's a big world that big I, I world didn't see. To do so again. what what is Gregory thinking he's going to be when you're like a sophomore or like a junior in high school? Um, I I to be honest, I I thought I was going to go to the NFL. I okay. thought I I thought I thought I was going to be um, uh, an NFL player. I was <laughs> That's um, awesome. I was I was garnering some um, interest from um, certain schools, uh, Syracuse, Virginia, um, uh, Rutgers. Okay, um, so did your high your high school obviously had a football team? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah. no. And what position did you play? I played I, I played defensive tackle. I played, <coughs> I played defensive tackle. Yes, in 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 high school. And, and did, um, did you start varsity all four like, years? So you got to be like six. No, 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 no. It's funny. I. I actually was a basketball player. Yeah, you got to be like six three, six four then, if you're playing defensive tackle, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in in, in high school. I was uh, when when I graduated, I was about six three, two eighty. But before I went to high school, I was a basketball player. My uh, father played semi pro football, and the thing is, I was always bigger than everybody else. Yeah. So whenever he tried to put me into different leagues, they would try to put me in with fourteen and under. And my father was like, "I don't want you to get turned off from football because you're." 10, not your nine, 10 years old, uh, uh, playing with high school kids. So his, so his, his thing, he kind of knew I was going to pick it up and it wasn't going to be that much of a learning curve because of how athletic I was. So he just said, well, we'll just wait for you to get to high school and then you can start playing football. So when I got to, uh, uh, high school, I, yeah. I, I, I was very traditional. I came in, I played uh, freshman, I played junior varsity, and then, um, I teetered, I moved up uh, sophomore to varsity, but then they moved me back down. Yeah, they, yeah. And I played and, and and I played varsity my junior and senior year. Did you play? Ba- did you play basketball too? You played basketball? Uh, yes, 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 yes. I played. Uh, I played on the state championship. It's funny. Two thousand nine, we won the state championship for basketball and football, and I was on the basketball and football team for that for that for that year. Yeah, but New Jersey's like the size of San Diego. So, no, I'm totally kidding. I'm just, I'm just making, <laughs> making a joke with you. No, I, I I was a wrestler in high school, right? And I used to think about. I talked to guys. Like, yeah, I'm the New Jersey state champion. I get so mad. I didn't even make it to state because California's so big. Right, yeah, 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 right, 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 right. Yeah, so, so, but anyhow, you, uh, yeah, yes, yeah, New York, right? New York, yeah, 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 okay, I take it all yeah, back. Nothing to do with Jersey. What are you talking yeah, about, yeah, man? Okay. It was, <laughs> Jersey's 10 minutes away, though. Jersey's 10 minutes away. <laughs> hey, so, so, anyhow, yeah, when I was a kid, everybody hated New Jersey. Now, new generation, everybody wants to be in New Jersey, right? Jersey, it's funny yeah, how that, yeah. So, so, yeah, so you get recruited uh, to these schools. So, talk. So, what do you want to be? Like, what are you thinking? Okay, NFL. So, you're going to pursue this. So, you take an offer. You get a scholarship to play yes, ball? Yes, I got a scholarship to, uh, it's, it's funny. Uh, uh, Temple was the one school that uh, stayed true to me throughout the whole recruiting process. So um, it was kind of like that 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 loyalty factor. Right. They didn't they didn't they didn't waver throughout the whole process. There were other schools that that on at the beginning I, I I really wanted to attend and wanted to go to, but then you know I came back and and just that that understanding that you know they were with me throughout the whole process. They, they, Temple they, was. They never once, um, uh, said no. They never once said you yeah. want to change your position. They were like, you know, we want to offer you. This is it's 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 there. The full scholarship is there. You want it, take it. And so, um, um, I took the scholarship and uh, I went to uh, Temple University. But I always, in my mind, you know, I I want to also go back. My grandmother, my my uh, grandma Peggy, and my grandma Joan. Those are big time influences. My grandma Peggy started uh, in the 1970s with her business partner a property management business and um, her being a black woman 
in New York. In the 70s? In Harlem. Wow. Yes. Yes. Um, and, and doing it the way that she did, it really instilled a business mentality and, and, and a business forward way of thinking as far as how I interpreted things. So when I went to school, I went to school for finance and I minded in entrepreneurship because her doing what she did, me working in the office, me being in that environment, I always knew that, you know, that having a business mindset, but also having a know-it-all to not be dependent on somebody else right. would, 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 would serve me well. And people always joked about it. They were like, well, how can you, how can you um, study entrepreneurship? And, 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 and to me, at Temple University, Fox School of Business, you know, um, a well-known, highly touted, their entrepreneurship program was one of the best at its time. And what they literally did that I thought was great was they had successful entrepreneurs teach classes. Come in, yeah. That's, teach, that's, that's, yeah. that's, that's teach. literally all of Well, that, that, that's, it's interesting because I, I, I've always uh, subscribed to the philosophy, if you want to be the best, look at what the best do and go do what they do, right? I mean, it, it, it's it's like a, you just, you read about, I mean, you read books about people who've done what they've done, right? And you just, all right, figure out how to do what they did kind of thing. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it's interesting you you said that, hey, Temple was all about you because uh, I don't, you know, you know who Kawhi Leonard is, right? Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So Kawhi, Kawhi, the reason yeah, we have went, a Kawhi story. So the reason why uh, Kawhi went to San Diego State was because San Diego State never wavered either. He oh, was wow. he wasn't he- as heavily recruited, right? But I think that I I I think that he had he has and had a chip on his shoulder because of that coming into the NBA. He was like, I want to be the greatest, and yeah, he, and yeah. I think and I think him not. I mean, he was a, he was a really well touted uh, LA player. He, he was in a uh, Riverside, but. Uh, but yeah, the San Diego State. Hey, we want you here. We want you here. Everyone else is like, yeah, you know, maybe you know that kind of thing. So it's interesting how you ended up where you ended up, because you know, God said, hey, this is where you're going to be. This is why. I got two things. I got two things on that. So the first thing is, we were. So David's the big sports nut fan. Knows all the players. Knows all the stats. Knows who did what. And we we were eating at the the fish shop, Encinitas. Uh, Ocean Boulevard, Pacific Pacific Boulevard. Pacific Highway. So, yeah, yeah. yeah, give you guys a plug. That should be worth 10 free meals. <laughs> Anyhow, and all of a sudden I looked over, and I, I didn't know who he was, but Kawhi was there with his wife and his daughter, and it was like during COVID, about a year ago, and I said, look at this beautiful specimen of man, right? Because there's just this chiseled guy, and you see him from behind, and David cracks his neck like he, and he goes, his eyes bug, he goes, that's Kawhi Leonard, I said from the Raptors, and he goes, no, 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 you know, that's because I remember him watching in the championships, right? <laughs> he goes, no, dude, <laughs> like, like he's going to backhand me. So, but anyhow, so that's our Kawhi Leonard story, because he lives down where else, because, you know, the weather, and he wanted to well, be he's a, San Diego State. So but to what yeah. you were saying what, about the Kawhi story and, and the loyalty of Temple, I taught David, when David came in eight years ago and said, hey, teach me to be a recruiter, one of the things I taught him, I teach everybody is, Never try and influence a candidate to take a job because your benefit. Just if you don't want to take it, don't take it. If you do, and just okay. let it fall where and and they all will always come back to you, right? So always lead with, with with you know I don't have to make any money on this deal. I just want to put you in the best place because if you do that, then then God will bequeath a situation where you as the recruit, recruiter will do the right thing. Your integrity is intact, and money will be just the natural byproduct of just doing that right thing. And recruiting is kind of like a sketchy business. And I don't know if you had experience talking to other recruiters, but the bar to entry is very, very low and scummy and agent-like. It's very transactional. And real estate can be the same way. Because yep. real estate agents, they really love people. 
as long as they're buying a house or as long as they're selling the house. And today, they don't even care if you're buying a house. They just care if you're selling. But oh, anyway, yeah. I, I digress. So, you know, when you speak about that loyalty, <clears throat> you know, I'm a cancer, fiercely loyal. <clears throat> um, I, I get it. And I understand yeah. the Kawhi story. So, okay, you're, you're, you graduate from school. Were you able – so let's, let's talk about – I don't think uh, you quite got to the NFL, so – No, no, no. Oh, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Right, right. Something happened. I know something happened, right? We're going to talk about that? Did that happen oh, then? Yeah. yeah, well, it's, it's, it's funny, man. Uh, um, I, um, while I was there, I actually got in trouble. Um, uh, stole a bike while I was on campus. That's as, as, as dumb as it is and as one of the lowest points of my life. I, I lost my full scholarship because oh. I stole a, a bicycle um, on, on, on camera. It was actually a uh, fixie, and it was, a, uh, uh, it was like a $1,400 bike. And, uh, but, you know, I got caught. It was in transition between um, coach Al Golden leaving. So he had taken the job at the University of Miami and Steve Adazio had just left off in college. No, he had just, I forgot, I forgot what school he left, but he had taken the um, head coaching job at Temple and I was on his short list. And so that was the final straw. And um, so um, they rescinded my scholarship and about the last, year and a half i was just a not non-athletic regular person and so um i uh i uh finished school um was out in temple so while i was out of temple i was again i was always into real estate so i actually uh worked for a gentleman uh doug, doug Faith. he was a uh uh big time real estate uh 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 developer in the temple area so he got in early and bought all those row homes out uh, uh, he, he bought all those row homes up and then uh, flipped them over into student housing. So he'd take a nice. three-story, he'd take a three-story row home, chop it up, turn it into three two-bedroom apartments, put a bath, put a put a put one bathroom in each, one full in each apartment, charge six seven hundred a room. He's making he's making buku chips. Meanwhile, he bought the house for fifty grand. You know what I'm saying? If that. Yeah. You know, so he, he's recouping he, his investment no, plus, plus he, he's making some. You know? I think what Gregory's trying to say is this gentleman is well healed. <laughs> yeah, this man, this man was, but 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 the beautiful part was he was so he he taught me the sauce. He 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 taught me he 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 taught me real estate in that man. He taught me how to how to how to close on deals, how to talk to people. Um, you know, uh you know, like a real estate agent, he taught me how to be predatory, you know, he yeah. he, he taught me how to play on people. Uh, um, you know, and, I, and I'm not that type of guy, but you know, he just taught me the game. He 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 he, he taught me great. You want to make some money? If you want to do this, this how you do it. And so, um, you know, working for him, what 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 he would do was, I would show the housing and I would um, uh, rent them out. So Temple, um, it's a commuter school, but it was in the transition of becoming a big time campus. So they were trying to get as many students living on campus as possible. Mm -hmm. So there was always a shortage of student housing. So what I would do is he would pay me 200 for every bed I got rented out. So what I would do, I would just do showings all day. You know, uh, I would schedule my classes before um, I'd be done every day by about 12, one o'clock. And then I would just schedule showings throughout the day. And I was just, you know, flipping, flipping, flipping rooms. Hustling, like, man. You know, 
you know, just, just, this is, this is, this is, you know, I was, it was, it was easy, you know, it was being like a salesman, just, you know, you need housing. I got, I got it, it was easy to you. I mean, this is my wife says it's it, it easy for you. It's not easy for everyone. Yeah, I mean, it, uh, your, it, your business partner tells you that too. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, thank you. So he, that, that's when we're trying to scale. He says we can't do it your way. We no, can't. everybody doesn't see the world like you. you know, I, I, I get that. Okay, <laughs> but but I want to come back to you, Greg. I want just I want I want to say to you that mm -hmm. I I applaud your courage that you would come on this show and admit a dark point in your life about stealing a bike, right? And I I mean, if you want to look, look, every time I get pulled over by a cop, which hasn't been in a long time, right? I, I have been pulled over, but I don't find it necessary to get hooked up. Right. But what I'm saying is, you know, if you run my record, there's there's no good news there. I mean, it would, it would you might like run out of paper and ink. And what I'm saying is it's like but those experiences, I, I learn from those experiences and, and I, I greatly reflect on how not to be. Right. And, and, and when one is not mentored, when one is alone, when one acts on impulse or, or different types of influences. And I, I just want to applaud the fact that you would actually say, hey, man, this this is this is how I actually changed my trajectory of life. Right. But that from the athletic thing got me to this real estate. Yeah. thing, And also, as far as, you know, being very predatory, you know, recruiting can be very predatory. Right. Sales can be very predatory. And that doesn't mean because it's a predatory business that we as humans have, especially if we if we work on preserving character and dignity, that we necessarily do the things that are predatory. I could have made a lot more money as a recruiter if I was just more predatory. Right. Yeah. yeah. But what is a man to gain the world? Only his soul to pay. My favorite quote from the Bible. Yeah. Well, and, and to that end, I mean, the, the thing about being predatory, I mean, there's nothing wrong with hunting. I mean, there's nothing. I mean, you got to you got to hunt. You got to hunt to eat, man. I mean, that's just how we that's how man grew up, man. That's just. Yeah. But, you know, I just I wanted to I and, wanted to I wanted to say that to you because I, I know that that's something you usually lead with in a podcast. Right. And, oh, I, I, and I, I just appreciate it. Right. No, likewise. I, I, it's a, uh, it's good. It, it's ownership, man. It, it speaks to you. I wish so. the worst thing I've ever done in my life was just stealing a bike. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, this is how I look at it. That, that, that was, it was that bike restitution cost 1400, but that bike was worth about like a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. M way more, way more, right? yeah. way more. Yeah. And who knows, yeah. who knows what opportunities would happen, you know, just, I mean, yeah. but, yeah. but, but, but you know, here's the deal. You know, the, the key is aligning your will with God's will. And, I, and it was God's will that you're right here with, with you right now. So you, you get out of school, right? You graduate your finance degree and okay, I'm going to, I'm going to kick up on this real estate. Like this is going to be my thing now. Or um, So, so I'm gonna let you know, I worked for a boot, uh, a boutique asset management firm, FIS group in huh. um, uh, downtown in center city, Philadelphia. Um, uh, ooh, I'm trying to remember the two owners. I really like to give shout outs because they really, they, they really put me on, but, um, I, I couldn't do that. Oh my God. I, I couldn't do that. I, 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 what's the, that you refer to? I mean, talk, so, talk about it. So, so I was, a uh, pretty much a financial, a junior financial analyst and it was, uh, soul crushing, soul bearing work. I, I, I couldn't do that. I, I, I was, I was literally on Bloomberg terminals. I was, oh, I was, oh, I oh the myopia of yeah. just constant, yeah. the, 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 just the number crunching. Yeah. You were, you, you're, yeah. You're too, you're too vibrant to be a number cruncher, man. Like you, yeah, you, man. you I, follow, I, you did the finance to follow the money. You're like, I, I want to be in the, you know, but I think you realize ah, I can't, I can't do this. So, so what next? I, I, I did that. And so, um, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. When, when, when I was in Philly, I was, I was, I was 
I was not lost, but you know, I, I, I kind of had an attitude like things came, things come very easy to me. And so I, I literally thought, Greg, you got this far with only giving 50%. And so hmm. somebody is going to essentially hand you because you're this talented and because you know you're this talented, somebody's going to take a chance and 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 put a million dollars in front of you. I, I don't know if it if, if it's as singular as that, but but it's like it's, like a like a, a consciousness manifestation. You just knew you could manifest that. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. And so but 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 I was actually exerting a laziness because of that, because of those thoughts. And so I would I would I would within myself just be like, well it's just gonna come. It's gonna come. Like this, oh. this, it's, 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 it's going to come, you know, and, and, you know, what, um, when in Philly, I, I could always make money. So it wasn't difficult to support myself without, you know, needing help. So my parents were always like, well, he, he's not asking me for money in order to support himself. So I guess he's doing okay. Right. You know, they, they, there was a thought where he was like, well, he's not he's not he's not begging me to pay his rent. So he's figuring out how to do it himself. But I I, I was just skating. I was just getting by. Yeah. You, you, had, you hadn't realized your potential, man. You were. You no, were no, 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 not even. You were like, no. yeah, you just I mean, it. my uh, my brother's kind of like that. He, he's he, everything was pretty easy for him. He was uh, he got A's and B's, occasional C, but he didn't have to study like he didn't have to grind <laughs> it out, man. Like, so I get it. Up, so up until up until crypto. Up until yeah. you know, your what what would you say if someone says, "Hey, what do you do?" Do you say, "I'm uh, an entrepreneur. I run a, uh, I run a this." Run, yeah, yeah. How how would you identify? Oh man, I was. Um, <laughs> I know that that's kind of loaded, right? Yeah, I was. I was. I was hustling. That's 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 what it okay. was. Man. I was making ends meet. I was making ends meet, and 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 I was figuring it out. You know, um, I I I I always attribute those times to who I am because um if you can make it happen when 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 think when 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 the chips are down um you know when when you start winning a few hands and then you start getting a little bit of a bank you know it's 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 even easier to manage and 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 you know make more so um I was just I was just I was just skate, skating by but it's interesting you bring up the crypto so this is where Greg missed another big opportunity so um, <laughs> when I was in school, so so when, when like I was in school, I always I, I I was cool with everybody. So I was cool with um, the athletes. I was cool with cheerleaders, the nerds, you know, everybody. I was cool with everybody. I I, I had a couple kids. I mean, a couple kids. I had, I had, I had, I had a couple people. They sold they sold weed. They sold you know what I'm saying that's what they did. That's that's that that's how they made their money. So I had a few people that were making a lot of money. And they were telling me, they were like, Greg, you got to look into Bitcoin. You have to look into this virtual really? currency. Yes, okay, yes. So, so so, this was my next question. How did crypto find you? And what year is this? This is, this is, this is my, this is my uh, sophomore, soft, uh, end of sophomore year. So this was, I say, about 2011. 2011, 12. 2011, 2012. Okay. Okay, so when Bitcoin's 10 bucks. Yep. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, go and, on. And, and so <laughs> I'm gonna just keep it real. Like they they were they were buying off of off of the Silk Road. Um, they had they were getting quarter pounds and pounds for 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 real good prices because people at that point they 
the people that were selling what they were selling were trying to were trying to hoard Bitcoin. So they knew what it was going to be worth because they were selling quantities that were uh, for Bitcoin way cheaper than if you were paying in cash. So they were giving discounts just to get in Bitcoin. Wow. So um, a lot of my friends were kind of like, yo, Greg, look into this. You know, you're a finance major. You know, you should, you should, you should, you should, you should, you know, look you into should this. be knowing this. So, yeah. So this is Greg looking at it from a fast school of business finance, you know, perspective. It's not that. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's, it's being supported by illicit activity. Um, it's not traceable, which at that point I didn't, I didn't really understand the power of, right. and um, it just, the, 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 the scarcity part really intrigued me. And I, I really found that interesting. But then again, like the three markers that I was being taught in my traditional finance. Yeah, man. It, it's funny. Cause yeah. Cause it, Twain, my favorite quote by Twain is, Hey, I never let my school and get away my education. So you're, so you have yeah, this, man. you have this like complete juxtaposition between what you're being taught traditionally versus like what your gut's telling is what I'm, if what I'm, I'm thinking. Yeah, man. And, 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 and just when you say that, so I was like, well, they're making a lot of money, but from what I'm, what they're paying or, or, or what the school is, is giving me a free tuition in at this extreme business school is saying that this isn't real. This is something that is, that is a, that is a, a big time gamble. And that yeah. would be very dangerous to, to, to invest in, in that manner. So for me, it was, it was, you know, um, I was introduced to it. So I, so, you know, always, always look at opportunities, always look at things right. was, I, I, I always had a knowledge of it. I, I, I really understood the mechanisms and, and like how it worked. I just kind of removed myself from being an active investor in that. And, you know, I was, I was, I was buying my ace with cash. And so, um, that's, that's, that's pretty much how, how, how it was. And, um, I, uh, fast forward, you know, um, see crypto really, really starting to, to, to ramp up. It, it, it become more mainstream. And then in around 2000 and I would say 2017, 18 was when I really, um, got into crypto like, like heavily, eighty percent of the population, yeah, got their awareness to crypto in two thousand seventeen. Yeah, jumped up to twenty thousand, right. came back. Yeah, to well, you know, I remember it. It had stagnated like three hundred dollars, right? And all of a sudden, there it was in August, right? In August, and literally, it's it's now at four thousand. I remember like sending money to Pavada to bet on the Conor McGregor fight, and I had every intention of act. Floyd, the Floyd Mayweather Conor McGregor uh, fight. I said, yeah, I'm just going to send send like $200 in Bitcoin to Bovada and I'll put it back, right, as soon as I win. Because I bet <laughs> I, I bet that Floyd was going to win by decision. I didn't think Floyd oh. was going to be able to knock him out because I was greedy, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I should have just yeah, bet. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah no, because I'm stupid like that. And, of course, I lost that Bitcoin. And I think about that, how much that Bitcoin is worth now, right? Now, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. But, but anyhow, so, so when – I, I want to hear just about your cryptocurrency career from, from the okay. time you saw it before we get to your, your new thing. So, 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 so David, so I'm sorry, man, my brain, I'm going to go back. Yes, you are. I, so, Please. so, 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 so yes, I was introduced to, to, uh, to a, to a crypto and in my junior end of my junior year, I had met one of my, my first, first business partner. 
This was a gentleman by the name of Ben Shrevey. He was South African. Wait, what's his name? Say it what? again. Ben Shrevey. Ben Shrevey. Okay, shout what? out to Ben. Ben, shout out to Ben. Ben is another individual that really shaped my mind to how to be a financier, how to, how to carry yourself in that manner. So he introduced me to Forex trading, margin trading, option trading, um, the Wealth Channel, Bloomberg, uh, uh, Fox Business. He, he, he's the one who helped me as well get into, get into that space. Um, in, in, in the UK, Forex trading is pretty much unregulated there. So, so he had access to exchanges. He had access to um, a whole bunch of things. And what he and I started was Wilkinshire Investment, uh, uh, the Wilkinshire in, uh, Investment. And it was an uh, uh, in-house brokerage firm that we would just self-fund. So we were just day trading and keeping the money within internally and then reinvesting the money. And so he and I started a, a an, an, an investment firm and then he and I would, would margin trade on crypto. So he was able to find- On what platform uh, did you margin trade? So, so back in the day, I'm gonna be honest with you. The the platforms that we used back then, I can't even. Okay. Can't, okay. Okay. But, I, but let me let you know, unregulated leverage. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! It was. It was. Yeah. So sometimes your trades are seven minutes. Oh my goodness! It was. It was. There were some days we would make. We would. We would make thirty thousand dollars in like. Back then, with the crypto, with the, yeah. with the with the fluctuation prices, you could sit there and in like, the price would drop two thousand dollars in a matter of 10, 15 minutes. If 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 you made the right call and 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 had some good stop losses in there, man, you you were you you could get lucky. So there'd be days we'd make twenty thousand dollars, thirty thousand dollars, and the next day we'd lose forty thousand dollars. No, I, I understand. I, I, I it's it's it, it's grueling, but anyhow, yeah. okay. So so you so you're, you're trading you're trading on crypto, right? When when did you get to or have you ever gotten to a place in your life where you look at Bitcoin and you say, "I'm going to hold this. I'm not going to use." Uh, I, I stupidly, I, I David, I, I it took me. I was making so much money trading. Yeah, I understand. I understand. The value that, and again, this is this is twenty through. This is twenty one. 20, 21, 22, 23 year old Greg. So this is like, this is, this is, this is a whole different <laughs> animal. This Greg is very short sighted. Yeah. Um, uh, very, you know, just impulsive. Just, yeah. Well, very, you're, very, I mean, very isn't, isn't that every 23 year old? I mean, isn't that me, yeah. man? I was, I was, I was <laughs> yeah. wise at 10. Yeah. <laughs> I had all my life lessons learned at 10. Right. Yeah. We no, can't all be so lucky. We yeah. Well, you know, no, indeed, that, that's, indeed. that's why I'm the Omega. Anyhow, I'm just totally kidding. <laughs> um, no, I'm, I'm the wrong example of how to like come correct. <laughs> Anyhow. Okay. So, but that's since change. You do see crypto as, as a, a pristine asset and, and correct. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I, 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 I. Um. So my sentiment changed at around, as you said, when, when, when we had that big time price jump to twenty k, and what, what got me was everybody that has real money was investing in Bitcoin, mm -hmm. and so I'm sitting there and I'm like, I'm, I just like, I'm gonna keep it real with you. 
where the rich white folks are putting their money at, that's yeah. where you That's you right. <laughs> that's right. And this yeah, is and this, wait, but this is why you heard me talk when you were on my <clears throat> on on our thing how job market. I said what cryptocurrency and NFTs do, it's equality for the marginalized people, right? Because yeah. like the, some of some of you guys and you go back to your neighborhoods, right? So some of the people they haven't gotten out. Right. And whatever not getting out means. Right. Right. They can't just all of a sudden go to a hedge fund and say, hey, manage my money for me. They can't just all of a sudden say, I want to buy a brownstone. Right. No. But but this 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 crypto, this NFT thing is just like if you have eyes, you can you, you can be in the dice game. Right. It, it, man, it's it's Dave, David. I, I I I hearken it. I, I try to tell people all the time. I'm I'm I'm. Dave, you don't, man, I know so many people so i'm gonna keep it real with you guys i'm gonna just you know i i i know a lot of scammers i know a lot of people who who are who are, who are young young adults just trying to figure things out and they had access to so much bitcoin and i would tell them you guys have no idea how this is going to reshape that's right. Yep. distribution of wealth well, in the world yeah, in the world yeah and and, and the way that it's being disseminated. It's it's in a way, if you understand it, it's there for the taking. But you have to read through the lines and you have to break through these traditional barriers that, that right. have been placed upon us as far as a thinking and as far as a a a, a, a just to go about things. I, I, I tell people it's like n- nobody can tell you when or when you can't buy bitcoin nobody can take right. it away from you nobody can tell you how to transact with it in any way shape or form you can carry you you i tell people if you make 10 million dollars take 10 million dollars physically to another country you can take you 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 can you can keep bitcoin on a on a you can keep 10 billion dollars on a flash drive no no cool. no no it's better than that it's better than that i can tattoo four, 12 words on my body Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. See, see. So basically, you want to strip search me? Go ahead. Go, go ahead. Go. Yeah, 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 yeah. You want you want to check the suitcase? Go ahead. And you don't know what the order is. That's right. That's exactly. See, now you're right. So that's and here, wait. I'm gonna talk about this, right? There's no way that I'm that anyone's ever taken my Bitcoin ever, right? Ever. E- even ever. if no, no, no. Even if they say to me, you're going to ask, we're going to send you to jail. I'm going to say, okay, well, I hear they got Neapolitan sandwiches. Can you get me there by lunch? Right? Because, <laughs> I mean, I know. No, because, you know, I, I'm just, I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going. And the thing about it is, I guess I go to El Salvador, three Bitcoin, I'm now a permanent residency. And if they, and here's the next thing they're going to try. They're going to try and take the on-ramps and the off-ramps out, the chases, the banks of Americas, the whatever that you're actually going to the exchanges. They're going to try and cut that, like the Liz Warrens and the progressives. They're going to they're they're going to try and hold hostage. Just like, oh, go ahead, because I will go to El Salvador and I will just transact in my Bitcoin there, and that's that's what I'll do. Because no one is going to rob me of my generational wealth. Right. Because the way I see yep. holding Bitcoin is, I'm going to give it to my children, and I'm going to give it to my children's children, and that's the amends for the past yeah. of mistakes that I can't pay for. So, and you know, I'm going to say one more thing to you. I, we were taking a great guy, Haas, Haas Terry. Haas Terry, he's got, he, remember Haas Terry? He, uh, he's got love token, the empowering. Oh, yes, 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 yes right? Yeah. You know, and, yeah. And he was talking about the empowerment of blacks, et cetera, et cetera, and all, uh, yeah, and yeah, all yeah. about, right? But 
he said something on this podcast that just blew me away. He says, no, no, the reason that crypto is, is, is complicated is because it comes from God, right? And if everybody just understood it right away, it would lack its spirituality. So it takes some divinity, like, like understanding God or like understanding one's relationship, how God works in the universe. You know, I didn't get that when I was 10 or 20 or 30. And you know what? And, and I'll understand it better when I'm 65, if I live that long. Right. But what I'm saying is it's like and that's like this awareness of crypto. And there's a book written by Jimmy Song and Robert Friedlump. Thank God for Bitcoin. Thank God for Bitcoin. And they're they're, they're making an argument on why it's the Christian money, because the Bible says weights and measures shall be in uh, gold and silver. Right. And our Constitution says we're going to pay gold and silver. But Nixon took us off the gold standard. Yep. Right. In 1971. Now we just print money and we were really we're debasing the currency all over. But I want to say one more thing. When you were speaking about these really, really smart people where the white people play, you know, Warren Buffett, where they put their money money in. We're going to put their money. Right. Because the world, not the United States, the world is ran by white men in their 40s and 50s. That's just the truth. Okay, And and so but what I want to say is. When I think, well, Cardano is better than this, and what you really need is Yamcoin, and all these different arguments, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, I, I don't have Bitcoin. I'm all into NFTs, et cetera, et cetera. But the smartest people that I know, I think of Michael Saylor. I think of Ralph Powell. I think of all, they're all saying, Anthony Pompliano, they're all saying, Max Kaiser, they're all, Jimmy Song, they're saying, keep Bitcoin. And so far, Bitcoin is the only thing I see corporations put on their balance sheets. I don't see them putting yeah. engine coin on their balance sheets. <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm just, I'm not saying, and for me, I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it all back to you in a second. Okay. But for me, okay, I have positions and I have trades and this will speak to you. Okay. My one position is Bitcoin. Every yeah. other cur- cryptocurrency I have is a trade in order for me to make more Bitcoin. Right now, am I am I Bitcoin maximalist? Yeah, I am, but I'm not. I'm not saying that all the other coins are shit coins and have fun staying poor, because Cardano got it at nine cents and now it's oh, you know, it was two dollars. Right, that's like a ten. That's a that's a twenty x. Bitcoin didn't twenty x in a year. I'm able to take that Cardano and buy more Bitcoin. Bitcoin, yep. Right. So, but anyhow, I I just I wanted to get that in there. So, you can say whatever you want to say based on what I said, but I do want to get to the point of your current venture. So, but you, what, do you want to comment on what I said? I think I inspired you. you, you no, were, no uh, absolutely. I, 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 that, that quote, as far as it, if, if it wasn't, if it was easy, then it would, everybody would, would, would just jump on it at right. the time that, you know, that it, that it came into what it is now, you know, um, you, and, and even to the point where people see all the gains and they're still afraid to invest a little bit into it. In right. that manner, That's but um, you know, I just, I, 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 I. It's funny because mentally, I talk in that in that breath or 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 in that manner. I, to me personally, people that are at this level or or or, or at this level of of education as far as crypto, I just assume that 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 you 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 own Bitcoin. I don't. I don't. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're wrong. It's funny. I don't consider my Bitcoin holding like I consider everything else because I don't, I don't, I don't interact with my Bitcoin holding. If that makes sense. Yeah. No. Same. Same. It's set it and forget it. You know, I, 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 I interact with all my other uh, coins and tokens on a regular, whether I'm trading them, whether I'm swapping them, whether I'm staking them, whether I'm, you know buying or, or, or buying NFTs or, or doing, or just minting things, you know, you, you, you have to actively keep those coins on an exchange or in a MetaMask wallet somewhere 
at, at a point where they're easily accessible. My my Bitcoin is my Bitcoin. You know, it 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 sits on a ledger. Yeah, you know, it stores it stores the value. And, yeah, yeah. You know, and so so I I want to also say this right. So I don't think I coined this phrase. I must have heard it from somebody else. But when you first look at Bitcoin, you can't see it. But once you see it, you can't look away. Right. From it, yeah. Right. And so your understanding of Bitcoin, it's like. When I first got it in 2013, it's like, how mad am I that I didn't go all in, right? Yeah. But then yeah. I watched it go up to from 210 from what I bought it to 380. And it's like, I'm not paying that. That's a ripoff. And then it went to yeah. $1,000 and I thought it was over for me. The, oh, same, right. the, the same person who said it's too high now. I need I need a unit bias. So I'm going to buy Cardano instead because I'm getting because they can't all be the next Bitcoin. But yeah. I, I, but this is this is a really important thing, right? When we're talking about how Bitcoin or cryptocurrency or NFTs are like God's expression of the new thing, not everybody yeah. gets it right away. But you want to know something? Not everybody understands water. They just take it for granted, right? It'll yeah. be there, water our house, we put it on our body. It's like, hey, maybe that water's got lead in it. Not everybody understands food, right? Yeah. I mean, right? And, and it's all. And, and even though I understand food. I, I, I can clearly show you circumstances in Las Vegas where I ununderstand food or I ignore what I know, right? Because I'm, I'm, I'm serving a lower, a lower calling, a lower greed, right? Yeah. But anyhow, I just I want to say, so how did you get to where you are right now with the, what you, yeah, however you want to get so, there? So my, my understanding of Bitcoin, I just, I, I don't know who explained it to me, but they were just like, Greg, it's gold. What is gold? Gold is a finite precious metal that is found in the earth. How do you get Bitcoin? It has to be mined. So, um, uh, um, and is gold and 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 as far as gold and transacting, you can't really transact in gold. Can't it's take it to space. Can't take it to space. space. Yeah, and 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 so and so and so. Once I understood that, I, I kind of likened it and compare it to gold, you know, finite amount. You can only mine a certain amount. Um, it's going to be exponentially harder as you mine the uh, to mine more Bitcoin because the algorithm um, uh, becomes more difficult. Um, you know, those 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 parallels just allowed me to 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 get to that point and, um, you know, take my crypto journey from just investing to uh, where I'm at now at where. I see NFTs as um, I, I I I I I don't even know. It's it's one of those things. Where it's like people don't get it, and it's frustrating. But it's like what Spider Man said: "Come great power, come great responsibility." Indeed. And I know that's really corny, but in the fact no, that actually, it's not at all. <laughs> no, it's not corny at all. It's actually not. Yeah, it's true, man. This is this is oh, true. I, I, you know, I, I just a superhero, and like I just think that we because we understand it to this level because because I have been because I've been so lucky and been so fervent as far as my my studying and sharpening my skills and tools as NFTs and cryptocurrencies and how human beings and and us as individuals, not physically but psychologically, are 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 drawn to this type of technology and, and, and where we're at as far as human nature and, and just everything culminating in, in this new world with web 3.0 and, and just the, the, the advent of this new technology. And what I, another thing that I tell people is as much as this journey has brought me to where I'm at, it's 
the fact that I try as much as I can to critically understand how these technologies work. So a lot of people buy and trade NFTs, but they don't understand how Ethereum and why the gas fees are what they are. A lot of people understand that there's a royalty-based uh, component to NFTs, but they don't understand that there's that that somebody has to write a solidity code and in that contract put into that that, in there. that that yeah. that you have to understand that and I and that's why I, I I'm trying to position myself at the point where I don't just interact with NFTs at a consumer level I interact with it at a producer level and I think the best way about going about that is understanding to the fullest what this technology is and how powerful it is okay so and, yeah, yeah, no, no, I know I I just for our audience right for our audience, and, and maybe even for me and David, explain for your take why everybody's abandoning the value of cryptocurrency, buying it and holding it for for uh, NFTs. Because an argument has been made to me, it was, NFTs are just speculation. Whereas holding my Bitcoin, it's it's that's a certainty of uh, ascension, value. store value and ascension. And I don't know how to articulate that. I, I just don't because the way I see this, the entire world's becoming, you know, an art dealer, right? Yeah. So, so can counter that for me so I can better express that. And the funny thing is, David, is that unfortunately I don't, I don't know how to attack that because I think that that issue, that issue lies in how this information is being disseminated. Right. Right. And that's why these that no, that's what these shows about. Because I don't know the right answers either. So everybody's gonna get their take. And just like I got to decide, yeah, I believe that. No, I think that's not true. Right. Yeah. And that's what this is. So so I'm gonna rescind that question. I appreciate that. But please, since we're coming to the end of our time, please talk about the Mamba Watch. Let's talk. I mean, we haven't got yeah, to tell us about what yeah, you're doing, oh, man. Oh man, man. Okay. You got so. a lot of stuff going on, like with your you got real estate D. Like I, I like I mean, we'll get to that, but hold just, on a second. Travis, we're gonna roll another hour with Gregory. <laughs> Cancel our next guest. <laughs> no, so 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 um so I'm really I'm really excited to tell you guys about what we're doing and how we're trying to revolutionize the uh NFT space. So um an update on the watch. The platform that we uh, partnered with, the company uh, um, that we had done, decided to do the auction with, at the time of the auction, the onboarding process got overloaded because of the KYC. For people that know, that's know your client. So if you're right. transacting in a uh, in a security or, or or in that manner, you have to know who's buying and selling the item. So that process is on the back end caused the website to crash. So unfortunately. Oh, no. Um, um, we pivoted, but we at GDGC, um, are creating a whole new entity and, um, we are, we're, we're, uh, calling it the luxury asset club. So what we're doing with the, uh, watch is we're actually going to raffle it off and give it away to a lucky winner. And we're going to do this through a, through a, through a sort of, uh, uh, raffle concept. So we're going to mint 8,024 NFTs and three of those NFTs are going to be uh, winners of the watch. So each NFT is going to have a 3D interactive rendering of the watch that we're going to um, to hopefully be able to code into the contract that the watch uh, uh, can be set to a time so it can be used as a watch with uh, different renderings of the artwork that was going to be released 
for, uh, in the, in the um, original offering. And so we're doing 8,024 mints and out of what, and three of those um, uh, NFTs, one is going to come with the watch, the original package, a one of three Kobe Bryant signed rose gold Toboyon, uh Hublot watch. Uh, his name, he signed the, uh, the crystal casing and it's, and it's, and it's uh, embedded uh, within a skeleton case. Uh, it has snakeskin uh, uh, straps. Um, I, I, off the top of my head, I can't even name the the, the number of jewels, but it's uh, it's a uh, it's appraised at two point six. And so we thought, because we have uh, you know we we have an amazing team on and uh, uh, on the back end, and so we have uh, access to a lot of luxury assets: Picassos, Frida Kahlo's, Rolexes, Pateks. And so what we're doing is we're creating uh, uh, this new way of raffling. And 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 allowing people to um, be introduced to NFTs in a different way, uh, and, and and give the chance for people to attain certain things that they couldn't once attain in these manners. Right. In this manner. So so um so so one of the NFTs is going to come with a uh, with the watch itself. So you're going to win the watch and the signed pair of sneakers. Um, we also have a signed Kobe jersey, and then we have Laker tickets. So if you're geographically able to attend a Laker game, you will get the tickets. If not, we'll send you the equivalent in Ethereum. Oh, hold on a second. Uh, unfortunately, David and I are the only people in the population that are are, are geographically desirable to attend the Laker game. <laughs> so you're going to have to take that off yeah, the offering. You might as well just send yeah, yeah. those And to also, us. we don't yeah. want tickets. We want a box, okay? I don't think, <laughs> think that, yeah. You want a box? Oh, man. Unless they're courtside tickets. Yeah. No, talk I mean, about if they're courtside, then, yeah, yeah we yeah, can talk about it. I don't want to be anywhere near Jack, so the other side. <laughs> no, but, but anyhow. So, hey. This this has been so great, and I'm so excited. We're definitely going to have you back. Please tell everybody how they can find you. How the, not about my tickets? Now, don't tell anybody about how you're giving my tickets away. No, but please, uh, uh, Travis will put up all your social right now. So, how can people get involved, and when the drop's going to happen? Um, so uh, right now we're in the process of 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 uh, working out the um, logistics, and everything. But we're looking for a two four. Uh, uh, drop so that's February fourth. You know we wanted to keep it. You know everything themed with Kobe. Eight thousand twenty-four. Number eight, Kobe Bryant. Twenty-four, yep. Kobe Bryant. Right. Twenty-four. Yeah. Yep. So 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 yeah. So so definitely. So 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 keep everything. Um, we're getting the Discord ready. We're getting the uh, channel, and we're really gonna build it out because I'm telling you guys, we're gonna be giving away things. Uh, that you've never seen given away before. Our portfolio and what we have coming down the pipeline, and what and what's really gonna be the draw is the chances that you have to win. You have a one in 8,000 chance. Those yeah. numbers Pretty good are, odds. are really, really good as far as the potential to win this type of item. You know, it's valued again, 2.6. So, you know, you're, 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 you're able to, 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 to enter for that. So, you know, you know, uh, I I would like you to switch the uh, odds to twenty four oh eight. You know, to twenty. So yeah, you know, still still Kobe Bryant themed. I mean, I'm just yeah, saying twenty four oh eight better chance. With the exception of those those Laker tickets, that's a hundred percent chance <laughs> that we're winning those. Right? Don't worry. Don't worry. Don't don't As I say, don't make me come down there. Don't make me send. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Any, but um. But, uh, but yeah, um, I know time is running out. But, no, 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 uh, no. I mean, it's just that we, uh, we got another oh, no, guess. No, no. I, just, yeah. I, 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 I also, that's, that's kind of on the, 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 the exciting new um, way we were pivoting as far as our business plan with, with, with the Luxury Asset Club. Um, we're working with a team of people 
We're working with developers. So I'm really excited to get that. You guys look out for that. The roadmap is going to be coming out. We're going to be, um, we're not just doing the same old NFT stuff, giveaways and, and, and stuff. We want to organically build this. We, we, we want this to become um, a kind of new fun standard as far as, as far as having a chance to win things. You know, we're going to be doing cars, timepieces, jewelry, art, um, and, 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 and what chance would you ever have to win an item like this? One of three, it's not like even if you had a hundred million dollars, you could buy it. If the person doesn't want to sell it, you're right. you can't. Yeah. Right. So, 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 so really playing on that. So for, and, it, go ahead, go ahead. No. And then, and then um, again, I wanted to segue into my, uh, my, my, my other venture that, 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 that I feel is, is, is um, more towards the masses and a little less uh, removed from the, the, the luxury. The, yeah. You know, the, 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 the NFT space, as far as how it's being presented to people. So that is tokend.eth. And at tokend.eth, we specialize in the tokenization of car titles. Spell it out for our audience that's listening on Apple and Spotify. For my audiences listening out there, it's T-O-K-E-N-D-E-E-D.eth. Okay. And, um, and that is uh, tied to, the, uh, of course, the uh, ENS. So I wanted to, 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 to really play on that and really be forward thinking as far as um, how I want to present this to people. So again, as uh, our goal at Token Deed is to teach people, consult, and help them tokenize luxury. I'm, I'm sorry, uh, uh, titles and deeds. So we focus on land. Uh, we focus on uh, uh, land titles and uh, uh, I'm sorry, land deeds and car titles. Yeah. So this is literally the utilization. Yeah. This of is the future. This is the future, See, man. When, this, people, this, when people say NFTs are a fad, I go, Yeah, you are. No, it, it. it's this. This is exactly where the where, I mean, this is it's so uh, prophetic, man. Because yeah. this is exactly where the world needs to go. Like, like cut out the DMV, man. What do we need the DMV for? We don't need you to. No, no. Yeah, I, I enjoy. Like, I enjoy. Yeah. I, enjoy I, I know you enjoy people. it. Yeah. Three hours. Yeah. Go, go dare to die with the, the sloth. Okay. I, I, I like <laughs> that. Hey. So anyhow. Greg Gatson, thank you so much. Shout out your Twitter so people can find you real quick. Shout it oh, out. Oh man, I, oh I really need the Twitter the uh, the uh, Twitter followers. I am I um, <laughs> I'm kind of a grandpa as far as the Twitter street. So um, you can find me at G G A D three Z. So that's G Gads. It's right under there. Yeah. Under uh, G Gads. G G A D Z Z Z. Yes, right. sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, if yeah. you guys take a chance, uh, have have a chance listening. Really look at tokendeed.e. Will um, do, man. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You know. Um. Anybody listening, look into the tokenization of your physical assets. It is the future. You will prepare yourself for the advent of Web 3.0, and you'll be able to transact with your items of cryptocurrency. You know, you may be, you know, driving around Vegas in a Ferrari, and some some guys like, hey, I want to buy that from you. You know, <laughs> Bitcoin. You know, <laughs> no, it's, it's like key. they can translack in traffic through the wallets on the QR codes and just swap yeah, cars like, you know, at the stoplight. At the yeah, stoplight. stoplight. Greg you Gatson, know? you've been a mag magnificent guest. Thank you so much. Thank you, man. Travis, our producer. Thank give you. a shout out to Travis, Sticky Paws. Woo, shout, out, shout out to Sticky Paws. Here it comes. No, I'll do it at the end. Okay. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and uh, this was great. It, yeah, it, Robo Recruiter, Dave Hampton. Eternally grateful. I'm David James, the Job Whisperer. And remember, everybody, get whispered.